0: what's up everybody this is tough talk toronto back with another tough talk tuesday i'm Danine. i'm katrina and i'm britney and we are back with melissa because she you know went to argue with me in the last podcast so we had to bring her back i'm just joking say what up melissa (laughs) melissa (laughs) yeah what up you can't hear me oh shoot no i know okay some technical you know issues but run i think authentic that's what everyone's gonna get just that round authentic authenticity but anyways um so we're back to chop it up and we're gonna continue the cliffhanger that katrina dropped um last week katrina if you want to ask the question again for those who um want to know what you're talking about or what the cliffhanger was
1: so we were talking about generational curses and I brought up generational curse for the black community would be, um, being associated with, uh, black people being associated with, uh, low being in low income neighborhood or crimes or gang. Okay. So, <clears throat> That's
0: it. So being associated with that. So for me personally, I'm going to let you guys know, I don't think that is a generational curse. We will break anytime soon because when Black people are looked at, they're looked at for some odd reason as criminals, um, rude, um, drug dealers, um, poor, all types of things. And this comes from a long history of obviously abuse. Black people were abused for a very long time throughout slavery um just throughout history right and for we're portrayed as the lowest of the low all cultures look at us as the lowest of the low right that's something i don't even see us breaking anytime soon to be completely honest like how do you even go about breaking that um but would that be like would that be our duty to break that because i feel like generational curse is something that we do to our own in a sense, if people are looking at us as drug dealers and blah, 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 uh, we can't change what people are like, I guess, the stereotypes that people think of us. Like, if so, that'd be up to other people to stop their ignorance to think, okay, maybe not all black people are drugs, drug, drug dealers and, and, and this, that, and the third.
1: Um, Correct me if I'm wrong. Um, a way that I think that we could probably break this generational curse is if the black community um supported each other like if you look at other uh, communities out there like um the asian community they support each other with all their businesses and all that stuff um they support each other um way more than the black community does and i feel like that would be mm-hmm. a good start um to break that curse because then we'll have successful black communities which will bring in the money and then so on and so on
0: so, like, a generational curse you want to break is, is like, circulating a Black dollar in the Black community. Like, yes. stop going else, outside of our, I guess, race for things that we can, Which like, not segregation,
1: but, like, some more
0: supporting the Black businesses.
1: Right, and I feel like that would then, um, I guess, support uh, by supporting Black businesses, will bring in more money within the Black community, where then we can go and live in these... <clears throat> I don't know um, expensive communities out there where only white people are seen, gated communities. um, I don't know, maybe I'm wrong. Can I say something?
0: Okay. Can I say something not to like downplay anything you guys are saying, but I don't think that's a gen. I'm going to go back to saying, that's me saying that's not a generational curse we could break because I feel that how we are looked at or portrayed is a stereotype, Right? Ooh, stereotypes yeah. cannot be broken. And I don't think stereotypes could be broken. Actually, it can individually. Like if someone says, okay, you know, but I know black people love fried chicken, and then you meet a black person that doesn't like fried chicken. That in a, That is kind Who's of a broken... Vegan? right, for you, that's broken to that person, for that individual person, but if you, are if you grew up in here, oh, all white people are this, all Chinese people are this, all black people are this, and you constantly hear see here, and you see it sometimes, or you, you might, um, I don't know, if you might see examples of it, you're going to think that's a stereo, that's a stereotype that you think is true, right, just like so I don't think we could break that, right? I think the whole thing of Katrina, when you're saying you know, building up black businesses and supporting each other and whatever, whatever, that's a whole different category, right? Okay. That us black people need to realize and start doing, right? That's something that we should break. We should break not wanting to support each other, we should try to support each other, right? But everything else with how people portray us or see us or associate us with. Character traits that they um, associate with us, us with is all stereotypes, right? And we all look at different cultures and we have stereotypes about them.
1: Well, would mm-hmm. you say like the stereotype, I mean, look at our rap music is usually associated with Black people and look at what they're rapping in these songs. It's not, I mean, like ass shaking, making money, weed, smoking this and da-da-da-da. Do you feel like that also play, plays a part? in the stereotypes or generational curses? It shouldn't.
0: it shouldn't. But, like, at the same time, I'm not going to think white people are going to go blow up shit because they listen to heavy metal. Like, I... I don't think I, it's I, good
2: I, uh, I kind of see what Katrina is saying because, for me, I, I feel like when you're driving through a lot of these low-income, as they want to call it, neighborhoods that predominantly Black people live in, right... I feel like Black people, I don't know if it's a comfort thing, but they get stuck in those low-income houses. But you'll see them driving Range Rovers, BMWs, like you're seeing them driving all of these luxury cars. They're wearing the luxury clothes from head to toe, but they're staying in these low-income households. They're not using their money to maximize and now go live. Like you have the few that, you know, and I think as a generation, I think we've gotten a lot better where Black people are now you know, concerned about their credit or they're buying houses or they're investing, they're doing a lot more. But why is it that Black people like to stay in these little low-income houses, but they want to drive all these luxury vehicles and wear Gucci from head to toe? Mm.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: I feel, okay, so maybe a, a generational curse that we want to break is making sure like, um, Making sure the money's in our pockets and not on our bodies. Or making sure the money's in, in our investments and invested somewhere better than just buying a Gucci belt and a Prada bag and shit like that. Yeah, that, that that's could something be I would one, want to break. Yeah, because I don't see... I have never seen the purpose. I guess, you know, I'm not rich, so I wouldn't know what the purpose is uh, for rich people to do this. But I've never understood why... You're rich, but you have to flaunt like you have like thirty million on your neck. You get what I'm saying? Big chains and big, like big watches and just a whole bunch of nonsense. You're putting thirty million dollars on one tooth in your mouth. You get what I'm saying? <laughs> um, these, or on your these forehead. Are just, yeah, on your forehead. But <laughs> I, I think it's I think it's a thing too where a lot of black people are very bossy like um they want to show off right so a lot of people like to show off and it's always a competition and that could kind of go hand in hand Katrina with what you're saying we need to support each other's businesses and things like that Mm -hmm. people want to flaunt and do certain things why you see certain households or certain um you see certain other cultures that could live in a household no matter how old you are whatever the case is live and build and um Pay down that mortgage, and someone goes gets another house. Everyone moves in and does the same thing, and then everyone branches off eventually, right? I think with black people, we want our own car, we want our own house, we want our own business. You want this, you want that, and you're never really trying to help each other. And that's crab in a bucket mentality. Yeah, and I feel like that's where all this boastfulness and showing off—you're always trying to impress people, show that you have more, right? But you're not trying to invest in your communities. You're not trying to. Um, better your community or build up things for your people for your community right that's what I see but I see a lot of cultures that will be doing these things right they're mm-hmm. not trying to really pull off but they're trying to help their community and help themselves you get what I'm saying but I don't know I I think that's a that's something that we as black people need to really focus on that's a that's a generational curse yeah <laughs> I think that has black to be people get money so. they don't know what to do with it yeah, well, yeah, that could be it too. Maybe we're not taught out from a young age how to what 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 we should value and what we should be trying to put our money towards. Right, exactly. that could be it
2: too, right? I think from um, slavery days, black people were just taught to be Indians and not chiefs. Like we were never taught to be the CEOs. We were taught to be the workers.
1: Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you think um, when people say that slavery talks were back in the day and should not be talked about today. Do you feel that's true or that's um, something that we should hold on to as a community and remind everybody of our struggle?
0: I feel like everyone will know what we went through, but I don't think that's something that could be forgotten, to be honest. You can't forget that. That's a big part of history. That's a big part of our our life. You know what I'm saying? Even Mm. though we didn't go through it, It's not too long ago that our ancestors were going through these things, and we have to realize we've come a long way from what they went through. Could you imagine yourself in a cotton field right now, in a hot sun being lashed? No, right? Fighting for your freedom and fighting for your rights, but this is what we need to realize, right? we're we're not the enemy. We shouldn't be trying to fight. We should not be trying to fight against each other and do all types of nonsense. We should be trying to build and uplift each other, support each other, right? But Mm -hmm. I guess the circumstance that we're in now, we're too privileged, right? So we're in a privileged society, not all of us, but you know what I mean? Like we're in a privileged society. So it's like, we don't feel the need to have to help each other and do certain things. But I'm letting you know right now, if we were all back in those days, we the support would probably be better because you see another black person you're trying to help them you know what i'm saying unless unless you know you were one of those ones that were just on massa's side <laughs> but well back to what, Christina what to said they are trying to they are trying to make it not being taught at least in america they're trying to make yeah. it it's called critical race theory they're trying to make it so they can't teach about that stuff in school which is kind of fucked up because everywhere and here they teach us that history is one thing that you have to learn and we can't ignore that big black stain in north america's history and like the caribbean history and other parts of the world like black people were slaves so but they're trying to avoid teaching that so i think it is possible to forget about it if they're not teaching about it and they're making it seem like this is it wasn't it wasn't that bad or black people should be grateful that slavery happened that's what they're trying to teach people now and that's why it's up to us, the ones that were taught, and the ones before us that were taught that are still around to be passing it down generation to generation, because that's something you should never forget. You should know your Black history. You should know your Black inventors. You should know all that stuff, right? There's no such thing as forgetting because you can't forget that. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? There's no forget. To me, there's no forgetting. It doesn't make sense.
1: I have a question for you. Why do you feel, or do you feel therapy is, what, what do you think your reason is that therapy is not discussed in the Black community?
2: Um, because I think part of that generational curse is that you grew up with, a, emotions are not really shown B. people don't really talk about like you don't really talk about things that are bothering you in the in, in a household in a black community like growing up um so therapy or talking to somebody outside of your home I think that was shunned upon like that's something you just don't do right so mm-hmm. any kind of issues you have A. you're not really talking about it like out loud in your house but if you are speaking about something you can't dare speak about that outside your home so growing up now you feel like there's a negative, you're looked at upon negatively by going and seeking therapy. But I personally don't see anything wrong with therapy. I think it's something that more Black people should do because I feel mm-hmm. like as Black people, we carry a lot of baggage, mm-hmm. emotional baggage. Mm-hmm. And sometimes until you really start seeking therapy, you really understand the reason why you do a lot of things that you do.
1: Nice. Okay. I agree. I completely agree. I have
0: a question. hmm i have a question for mel or for everybody but mel because i want to hear her perspective like who do you feel has a more traumatic experience in north america do you feel like black women or black men
2: um i don't know it depends on the position that they're in because i feel like black men have it just really hard now even with this whole cardin situation just being fearful of being pulled over Um, So I think Black men have it really hard, but I think Black women, depending on where they are in life as well, they can have it really hard. Like Black women being single mothers, I think, have it really hard. Um, In certain um, companies, I think as a Black woman, it's very hard to even elevate to the next level, right? Just being a Black woman. So it depends on where they're at in their life. But I would definitely say as a Black man, I think they have it extremely hard. And a lot of times, I'm fearful even from my my black son, right? Because that's the world that we're living in right now. What do you think, Kashina yeah. name
0: I think, um, yeah, I I do agree. But from my perspective, um, I do think, I don't know. I feel like black males do have it harder. I don't know why I think that. Mm-hmm. I just feel like there is a lot. Like it's it's more like if you're not you're focusing on just other other black males around you like you could be an like I'm I'm thinking about it from um the perspective of knowing like the males in my life and things like that from brothers and friends and whatever and it could get hard for them right because you could get really you could get trapped up in a certain world you get what I'm saying and you could be looked upon as a certain way if you're not down with certain things or whatever the case is and there's a lot of violence and just bad mind out there right now and you could be an outstanding citizen but you're looked at as a certain way by by um by other people other cultures I don't know I feel like the black male is very um I don't know I don't know the word I'm trying to look for here they're just looked down upon a lot. I feel like for Black females, we're looked at a certain way, but we could get by with a, with a little more than a Black man, if you get what I'm saying.
2: Mm. Black men have a lot of pressure on them, too, I think.
1: But so do women, though. I mean, the women are seen as very, like, always associated with sex and being exotic. So, like, we are seen as, you know, exotic Oversexualized. Over-sexualized. Right, very sexualized. So I feel like having that following you wherever you go can make it your heart, your life harder than it's supposed to be. Okay, yeah, that's true too.
0: Um, yeah, like, if I was, like, just for example, like, if I was walking down the street as a Black man, I will feel more comfortable than, as opposed to a Black woman walking down the street, like, like at nighttime. Like, yeah. Like, I would, so there have been plenty of times where I'm walking down the street, and there's, like, a bunch of men, Black, white, it doesn't matter. But I'd be like, yo, I wish if I could trade places with a guy right now, I would in a second. Cause, like, you know, you get so scared that it's just certain things that just doesn't cross people's mind, like it's men's mind that women have to think twice about. And on top of that, like, I'm a woman and on top of that, I'm black. But I feel like men go through, I feel like I reached why I brought up because of therapy is like, I feel like women are just more open, I guess, to therapy than men, especially black men. And I feel like black men would would uh would thrive much like further if they were just to like open open their mind up to therapy because I feel like a lot of stuff that they deal with could be could be handled or like could be helped with therapy. And I think their lives would be so much better.
1: it also goes back to, to like parenting too, right? Like if your parents were very, um, open with you and you guys communicated, um, all the time as you were growing up, I think that person would be more open to, um, therapy, but, um, I think that That's would was true. Talking, yeah. Yeah. Because
0: when you think about it, I'm thinking about it growing up with brothers. I don't really remember, like, remember my parents going to my brothers and stuff like, what's wrong? What's on your mind? You know what I mean? mostly mm-hmm. the outlet for guys is other guys like their friends and but how much are they really saying to their friends either you know what i mean so i feel like with guys they probably have a lot of pent-up emotions or anger from different things and feel like they don't have anyone to talk to right for girls it's differently because if you're not speaking to your parents you i'm um, there's pretty i'm pretty sure you have friends and stuff you could open up completely to and have conversations and vent and be that outlet right yeah um mm-hmm me personally I I don't know I'd want to ask a guy this if they have that outlet if it wasn't a friend or 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 a family member I mean a family member do they have those friends like those guy friends it could be like yo, man you know I'm really feeling down these days and what because I feel like with guys everything to them they think is a problem like yo like what do you like what are you talking about like I've seen guys get clowned for the littlest of things of showing an, an, an emotion so guys really hold it down you know what I mean? They don't really want to show too much emotion.
1: But that doesn't that tie into how people portray men to be in society? Like they're not supposed to cry. They're not supposed to, you know, yeah. da, da da. So that's probably why they're always ready to, I don't know, argue or something, because they're not supposed to show their true emotion, not supposed to cry. Yeah. So I have a question for you guys. So if you're with a guy
0: now or whatnot, and he's he's very emotional and or like more emotional than you would think a guy should be like you know you see him he gets frustrated he cries he does certain things do you think of him as less of a man
1: no I think of him more as a man more of a man because he's able to show that emotion Nah, it okay. depends on how long he's crying still
2: because if we're crying on regular <laughs> <day>. <laughs> like, no, like a regular like he problem. came home Katrina he
0: comes he comes home one day and he's like Katrina he's like you're like hey babe whatever and he's like you made dinner and you're like nah, not so he's like I'm so hungry
1: okay so that's different nah 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 that's a turn off but if if you're in an argument and you know when you just get you just like bust out crying because you're just so angry then yeah. I can understand that but if you're gonna cry over food get out my house <laughs>
0: no but you know what I think I've seen guys crying stuff um, emotionally as in very, very frustrated or just can't explain something, cry or whatever. But if you're going to cry in an argument, it's kind of odd to me too. Because yes, guys get whatever, but I feel like guys are more calm, cool, collective. Like I've never really seen a guy cry in an argument before, if you get what I'm saying. Like, what'd you, what'd you say? They probably were crying because they got caught. <laughs> <laughs> maybe but i've never i don't know but yes there's, there's nothing wrong with emotion guys should be able to show emotion like i like guys should be able to and yeah we gotta normalize that too that's a new word normalize well it's not a new word but it's the key word for this week
2: normalize because his husband. I think... be because he's telling her about the baby that he had with his, his other oh woman.
0: gosh <laughs> melissa <laughs> <laughs> Give back to me. I love you so much, and i I'm so sorry, no, girl. Please, I'm please. so sorry. And then after sorry. all that, you mentioned like, so can you call sign? can you call signs sign for sign? the apartment because you know they're kind of. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, that's fine. I'd be like, but nah, but um, okay. So that's you know, that is that. I think we kind of yeah, touched to on the on the cliffhanger. Um, we're running out of time here, so definitely we'll have to chop it up again. Melissa, thanks for coming on. You're always welcome whenever you feel like you could jump on with the tough with the tough top girls. The
1: toughies are toughies. Of, toughies. Yeah, you're one
0: of the tough <laughs> Oh Lord. She's she's a Queen Toughie.
2: Yeah, you're a Queen toughie I'll come on just whenever you guys need someone to put Danine in her place a little. Yeah. You know? <gasps> okay.
1: Well, that's you know not what. Sorry, connect. I have to say this right <laughs> now. Danine, you're losing. Melissa's up two, so it's two nothing right wow. now. Wow.
2: Score. Score. Any, any <laughs> argument Danine wants to come for, like I'm, I'm ready for you. She needs someone to battle her all the time. I got you. Oh, oh man. Sad. Okay, you know what? Well, You're just as good.
0: Too
2: bad. too bad we have no more time. Oops,
0: <laughs> there uh-huh. goes the punk. <laughs> um. Anyways, we'll definitely chop it up next time. If you guys have any topics you guys want us to talk about or discuss, definitely hit us up, leave a comment, hit us in the DMs, well, and I'm we'll it. I've got a topic around. that I
2: want you guys to talk about next time
0: what it? What topic is that
2: why is it that guys like to pick up girls that are whores and turn them into a wife and expect their behavior to change like why do guys what? think they can turn a whore into a housewife
0: i Chains. thought we went downgrading okay. women
2: now. like you don't want us to call them baby mamas but we call them whores no that's, that's not me calling them that i'm just saying that's just what people oh. are <laughs> calling them i'm not saying they're a whore remember i'm okay. all for your pussy, your rules, do what you want to do with it, right? You don't owe nobody no yeah. loyalty. But I'm just saying, in general, people like to say, you know, people are whores because, uh, you know, they might be a little bit more promiscuous than others, whatever. But, you know, it's just the saying, if you guys are turning whores into housewives, you know? then well, when how do you expect them to
0: change?
2: That's supposed to be the cliffhanger. Right? You guys supposed to talk about this next week. Yeah, that's what, oh, yeah, that's we what we're, we we're going
0: to do. So, yeah, we'll definitely touch with that topic next week and tune in to find out what i think because i had a whole bunch of things to just say <laughs> but um and katrina and Britt, you guys will have dang, what dang. you want to say and we'll we'll chop it up so definitely another tough talk tuesday episode tough talk toronto i'm denine i'm katrina and i'm Brittany. and melissa say bye bye no i said Peace. say bye <laughs> you said bye Say bye, like that. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Man, <he's> weird. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>